0: The fog continues to roll in. The dark of night deepens until all is black. Ahead, a rocky shoal beckons where certain tragedy awaits. Your ship plows forward, pushed by the storm. Just as your hope begins to subside, you see it the light from the lighthouse that guides you to safety, faithfully kept by the lightkeeper. Hi, friends. Welcome to Lessons from the Lightkeeper, a special series of the Ed Leader podcast. I'm your host, Rob Jackson, and I want to thank you for spending time with me today. This special series is based around the metaphor of the lighthouse as the schoolhouse. In this moment with a pandemic and with everything that's going on in our country and around the world, students need safe harbor. They need that place where they feel safe, where they feel secure, where they feel loved and cared for, and where they find hope. As we all face uncertain times, knowing that we don't know everything that we will know as we continue through this pandemic. I want you to know how much I appreciate your work in this area. I appreciate your work in shining that light into the lives of students, into the lives of their families, into the lives of the community. You are light keepers, keeping that light shining bright. And just like the men and women who served the lighthouses and serve today the lighthouses on the coast of our country, ensuring that light is shining out into the night and is shining out into the storms, it's our responsibility as the Light Keepers in this moment, to keep that light shining bright. And so I do hope that you've enjoyed the lessons from the Light Keeper and enjoy today's lesson. With the pending election ahead of us in our country, we've certainly seen lots of very strong opinions being shared on both sides of every single issue. For our students, for our children, for those we serve, We find ourselves in this place of what feels like chaos. Maybe that's an overstatement, but certainly there's a lot of stress and anxiety when we seem to be pushed and buffeted on both sides. The light that shines from our schoolhouses has never been more important. With the ongoing pandemic, with the need for students to have a place of safety, that light that shines out. Indicating this is a place where you will find safety, where you'll be loved and cared for, where someone will push you to be your very best and equip you for success. That light is so incredibly important. The light keepers who keep that light shining bright are incredibly important. They're heroes, quite frankly. Each of you, each of you involved in the work of educational leadership of supporting educators, of supporting children, of supporting teachers and staff members are so incredibly important in keeping that light shining bright. I've enjoyed the reflection that I've had as we've worked through the lessons from the Lightkeeper. The feedback that I mentioned has just been absolutely outstanding and has pushed my thinking Again, if you haven't, I certainly would encourage you to take a look at the Twitter feed for the podcast to see some of the reflections that have been shared, and I would love to hear your reflections as you consider how the lessons impact you as a leader and you as an ed leader. As we began the Lessons from the Lightkeeper and talking about the light that's shining forth, we started with belief lights the light, those things we believe to be true or what turn the light on, believing in children, believing in possibility, believing in our schools and our community. We talked about passion, energizing that light and keeping it shining bright regardless of the ferocity of the storms. Initiative, activating the light or turning it on by taking that first step. Focus, directing the light, making sure that we weren't going all over the place, but we're really focused on accomplishing our goals. The next lesson from The Light Keeper is preparation positions the light. President Abraham Lincoln said, I will prepare and someday my chance will come. Benjamin Franklin said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. Preparation positions the light. In my own journey as an ed leader, one of the comments or compliments that I receive is my seeming ability to speak in front of a group or in a meeting or even to be videoed on camera and seemingly be able to do so without notes, off the cuff, at a moment's notice. And while that may seem like some sort of innate talent or some sort of skill that I just have by being me, the truth is that's not true at all. You see, if you were to pass me as I was driving down the road, you might wonder why in the world I was talking to myself. Now, in 2020, perhaps you would think that I was using the hands-free option on my phone to conduct a phone call, and maybe that's true sometimes. But really what's happening is when I get into my car, I begin to rehearse those things that I might be called on to talk about. In this moment, I'm often called on to talk about what are we doing in our schools to keep students and staff safe. And so while I'm driving, I'm literally answering that question over and over and over again. As we get closer to the beginning of a school year, I begin rehearsing what I'll say at our opening meeting for administrators. And by the time I get to that opening meeting, I've gone through that so many times that I could close my eyes, almost fall asleep, and still be able to do it. Over and over, I prepare for that moment. And when I do that, whether it's out when I'm riding my bike or when I'm off for a run or driving in my car, I listen to myself As I give a speech or as I'm answering a question, and I'm critically listening to myself, reflecting on what I say, and I find that that helps sharpen my thinking, but it also allows me to consider how the words I'm putting together work together or not, to think about the message I'm sending, to see if I'm really saying what I want to say. And so when I'm called on in a moment that I wasn't expecting, I am prepared Because I've spent so much time talking to my windshield. Preparation positions the light. As you know, this series is based on the book by John Maxwell, Talent is Never Enough. And I absolutely believe it. And this lesson in particular highly illustrates. You can be incredibly talented, but if you're not prepared, you won't be able to seize the moment to make the difference that you seek to because you didn't put in the work ahead of time. Preparation positions the light. Spectacular achievement, John Maxwell says, comes from unspectacular preparation. What he's saying there is those who've just been incredibly successful behind the scenes, they're working so very hard. And there's nothing exciting necessarily about preparation. It's hard work. It takes time. But if you don't do that, then you don't get those moments of spectacular achievement. But sometimes people and ed leaders fail to prepare. Maybe they fail to prepare, John Maxwell says, because they just don't see the value of the preparation before taking action. Perhaps they don't see how much better they are when they've prepared for the moment or how much more they can succeed when they've been prepared. Perhaps they're coasting on talent or luck. I don't know about that. I just know when you take the time to work hard and be prepared for the moment, you will be more successful. Going into a meeting, for example, You can tell if the speaker or the person facilitating the meeting has spent time getting ready for the meeting. When they're prepared, the meeting is much more powerful. When they're not, uh, we can tell that too. Sometimes, perhaps, when they fail to prepare, perhaps it's that they fail to appreciate the value of discipline. You know, discipline is doing what you really don't want to do so that you can do what you really want to do. It's like going through graduate school. Some of the books we were asked to read, I didn't really want to read that particular book. But reading that particular book helped me get through the class I needed to get through so I could earn the degree I was trying to earn and then have the opportunity to serve in a role I wanted to serve in and then be able to hopefully make a difference. But all that work on the back end or the front end had to take place to be in the moment to be able to make a difference. That discipline is absolutely required. It's required to keep preparing for the long hours that you spend preparing for something that will be over very quickly. You may have heard me say before, I love to run. I truly do. This year, I've been in very few, I think one 5K, and that was a virtual 5K. I'm used to running quite a few races during the course of a summer, though. And what's interesting is when you run a 5K, it's over in, well, for some folks, perhaps 20 minutes. For me, it takes a little longer. I'm probably the 22 to 24 minute guy. But it's over pretty quickly, 24 minutes. But you've spent weeks getting ready for that 24 minutes. But if you don't spend those weeks getting ready, you're not going to do as well when you hit the start line. It's just not going to happen. You have to do the work on the front end to be as successful as possible on the back end. Oprah Winfrey says, I believe luck is preparation meeting opportunity. If you hadn't been prepared when the opportunity came along, you wouldn't have been lucky. I think she's absolutely right. Opportunities do appear for each of us. Opportunities for new positions or new opportunities to make a difference. And when it appears, for that brief moment, if we're not prepared, we just can't take advantage of it. Preparation positions the light. You see, preparation allows us to tap into... Our talent, our experience, our expertise, what we bring to the table. It's been said that every minute spent in preparation saves 10 minutes in execution. You know, it's the the meeting where you have to have a crucial conversation with a teammate or a colleague or someone who reports to you. A conversation you're not necessarily looking forward to. And perhaps you want to just put it off. But when we spend time getting prepared for that meeting, we're able to work right through it and have a successful outcome. It allows us to tap in to all that we have because we've spent the time working for it. Preparation precedes opportunity. It has to come first. Alan Armstrong says, champions do not become champions when they win the event, but in the hours, weeks, months, and years they spend preparing for it. The victorious performance itself is merely, he says, a demonstration of their championship character. Wow. The victorious performance itself is merely the demonstration of their championship character. And part of that championship character is the preparation. Preparation, positions, the light. It's a process. It's not an event. It's not something you do and you walk away from. It's something you continually do. You know, there are those who claim to be surprised by something that comes up. Well, you can be surprised once. But after that, when it happens again, you can't say you're surprised anymore. You're just unprepared. We have to be prepared when opportunity arises for us. You know, once the opportunity is before us, It's too late to get ready at that moment. You know, preparation for tomorrow begins with the right use of today. What we do today allows us to maximize our tomorrow. You know, it requires, preparation requires continual good perspective. Really looking forward to how this moment connects to the next and understanding that this time spent results in so much more in the future. Good preparation leads to action. When we prepare, we're ready to display the initiative we've previously talked about to take that first step because we prepared for that first step. Aduwu Konakin wrote a book called Living a Life of Success at the edge of your ability. And in that book, he said, Opportunity does not waste time with those who are unprepared. My friends, preparation positions the light. For those ed leaders who are looking for the next opportunity, who are considering career advancement, I'll say to you that you're always on a job interview. When you come into a meeting, being prepared for that meeting demonstrates to those who might be making future decisions about your next opportunity that you really value the work and you're all in the work. Preparation positions the light. Thank you for all that you're doing in this moment for so many people. Thank you for spending time with Lessons for the Lightkeeper as you continue to develop leader. Thank you for your feedback and your reflections because you're pushing me and my thinking. Thank you for being a part of my professional learning network. My friends, keep shining the light. Thank you for listening to the Ed Leader Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and consider leaving a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts so that we may continue to grow the Ed Leader community. We hope that you have enjoyed your time with Dr. Jackson until next time.